getting a harvest in three months' time, will there be a harvest? Come on. But does it mean the seed does not have power? Does it mean the seed does not have power? Does it mean that the seed does not have the fruit within it? Does it mean that the seed cannot germinate and produce? It can. But you see, the germination of the seed is dependent on the soil. The what? The germination of the seed is dependent on the soil. So when in the conditions, so when the seed is planted on the table, it will not work. When the seed is thrown on the floor, it will not work. But it is a seed. The seed is expecting good conditions. Without the good conditions, that seed will be a useless seed. Even though that seed has within it what it takes to germinate and produce fruit. Come on, is that true or false? Amen. That's why I say the word of God that you do not hear, you do not know, you do not believe, cannot benefit you. Join Pastor Prince and the World Changes Nation every Sunday and Wednesday at the World Changes Arena, Accra. And also follow us on our social media handles. You are blessed. I command a change now. As I command a change now, receive your miracle. Receive your miracle. Take, 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 take. For four unique Sundays in the month of November 2021, join Pastor Prince for a refreshing time in God's presence. In 2018, we had a supernatural. In 2019, the extraordinary man. In 2020, the speed of the spirit. And in 2021, the theme is the God-man. See, there is a natural life. Do you know what I just said? And there is, a, there is a supernatural life. There is a natural ability or talent. And there is a supernatural ability. The supernatural ability of God is with the Christian. Through the Holy Ghost. This Holy Ghost. I will show you certain things this week. Oh, man of God ministered to me. Uh, he said that uh, something is close and something big is it's close and it's going to happen very soon. And I believed him and then I praised God for it. Now I've gotten an appointment at the Ministry of Health <laughs> as an administrative manager. You just said your salary was bad. Can you tell me how magnified the salary has become? Uh, times four. <laughs> times four! When I joined online from China, Pastor Prince prophesied and prayed for me. After this, I also joined LOF's one-on-one -on -one meetings and had the opportunity to meet with the woman of God, Pastor Mabel. She also prophesied about three things. Number one, for me to reconcile with my mother, which I did. Number two, about my marriage. And number three, about the exact date of my wedding, which happened exactly so. After the marriage, joining my husband in Hong Kong became a bit challenging for me. But during one of our services, Pastor Prince prophesied that he saw an opportunity opening for me to join my husband. Within that same week, the opportunity came and as I speak now, I am with my husband in Hong Kong. Glory to God. After the prophecy, 
I was shortlisted as part of the final nominees for the Ghana Event Awards Best Female MC category. To the glory of God and to my utter surprise, I came out as a top winner. The grace of God is really here and I want to thank Pastor Prince and Pastor Mabel. Join Pastor Prince and the World Changes Nation every Sunday and Wednesday at the World Changes Arena, Accra. And also follow us on our social media handles. You are blessed. It's that time of the year again. Festival of Healings and Miracles with Pastor Prince. I welcome you to our Festival of Healing and Miracles. Shout glory! Join Pastor Prince and the World Changes Nation every Sunday and Wednesday at the World Changes Arena, Accra. And also follow us on our social media handles. You shout hallelujah. If you are at the back, you can just come forward a little bit, apart from the children, so that you can relate with what we are sharing. Amen. Amen. So I'm walking in, in wells. I'm walking in hell. I'm walking in increased finances. So I refuse to be poor. I refuse to be broke. In the name of Jesus. Shout glory. So we all welcome to our midweek service, the classroom. And we decided to continue and finish our message on what gold as dust amen we shared the first day we we shared i hope you've been able to listen to the messages again amen if you have not make it a a point to go back and watch the messages amen because we are throwing the seats and you have to make sure that you catch what is thrown. Amen. Amen. You can take your seats. You must make sure that you 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 receive what we are sowing. We are sowing the seed. We are throwing the grains, and they are coming. As we are teaching, we are sowing the seed. Amen. Amen. We have to make sure that the seed that we are sowing is getting into your heart. It's getting into your spirit. It's getting into your soul. So that it's not just that we are sharing the word with you and we are throwing it away. Some are falling, are falling by, the, by the wayside. Amen. Are you in church? The way you are all looking down, it looks like I've asked you to write something down. <laughs> are you writing something right now? I want to, I want to know what you are, you are writing. Okay. Amen. So some of the seeds we are throwing, a person sharing the word of God or teaching the word of God or preaching the word of God, like the Bible says, it's like a farmer that is sowing seeds. Is that not true? Some will definitely fall by the wayside. 
means that those people are born again by the word of God falls by the wayside and has no roots. And some will, will fall on, on the stony ground and some too will fall on thistles and thorns. And some will fall on a good soil. And where the seeds fall depends on, it doesn't depend on the one who is sowing the seed, it depends on the one who is receiving the seed that is sown. Amen. It's important that we don't just, yeah, I think one of the things, the disfavors we are doing to ourselves is, is that we do not give attention to what we are hearing over and over again. You see, we are letting a lot of things distract us and control us and all that. But we have to make the word of God dominate our lives, dominate our thoughts, dominate our spirits. Amen. Amen. Concerning every area of our lives, one area that we've been looking at is what? Finances. Is that not true? That's very important. Proverbs chapter 22. Three things money is. I want to make sure that I finish that section within today and maybe next on Sunday I go to the laws. Amen. I want to finish this one once and for all. Say finish it, sir. Three things that money. Who has heard something so far from last week, Saturday, and then Sunday? Amen. Who has heard something? And who is making a lot of adjustments and doing what the word of God says we should do? Hallelujah. So I don't want to ask what you have been hearing and all that. That will take about 20 minutes. And by the time we check, we are out of time. Proverbs chapter 22, verse 7. Just wanted to look, look at these two scriptures before, or this one scripture. The rich rule it over the poor, and the borrower is servant to the lender. Can we all read it? One to go. Oh, can you read it for all the angels here to hear? It looks like they are not hearing. Uh huh. The rich ruleth over the poor, and the borrower is servant to the lender. Do you see there? So who is ruling now? Who is ruling now? Who is ruling now? I said, who is ruling now? <laughs> Someone said the rich. Who is the rich? <laughs> so I'm the seed of Abraham. So it says the rich rules. Can you give us the NIV or New Living Translation? The rich rules over the poor. The rich exercise control over the poor. Have you seen that this is true? Is it not true? In real life, the rich rule it over the poor. The rich rule it or exercise lordship or exercises control over the poor. The rich man exercises control over the poor man. And that is why you must be wealthy. That is why you must be rich. That is why the Christian, in all our statuses and identifications with Christ, if he is still broke, then there is still a problem. Amen. 
and it's important that we take this knowledge seriously. Just as the rich rule the poor, or the rich controls the poor, so the borrower is servant to the lender, the borrower. So there are two types of people, the rich and the poor. Is that not true? When it comes to finances, there is no average person. It didn't say the average person also gets something small. It says the rich rules over the poor. Then he also has two people. He talks about the borrower and the lender. So the borrower is servant. Another translation says that the borrower is a slave to the lender. So the one who always gives or lends has the upper hand. Who has the upper hand? The lender. He also has control over the borrower. And you see throughout the scriptures, when the woman said, my servant, your servant, the prophet, is dead, my husband, and the creditor has come to take my two sons and sell them or make them slaves. You know, you see the, the ordeal the woman was going through before he, he met the prophet. Now you see throughout scriptures when the Bible even talk about a particular man who, had, who was rich and there was another person who was owing him and they called him and he says, pay me my debt in the book of Matthew and the guy said, but Jesus was saying that with regards to forgiveness. But when the guy was owing him and Jesus, the, 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 the lender said that give me my money. The guy said, please, I beg you, give me some time, I will pay. And he said, no, I won't, I won't forgive you. Bring it and come and I'll put you in prison. The guy started begging until he forgave him. He gives us scenarios like that in the scriptures. Let us know how it's important that if we want to have the upper hand, if we want to have upper hand in life, you don't only have to confess the lordship of Jesus. You don't only have to confess that I'm a joint heir, I'm an heir with Christ. But you also have to walk in the wealth that belongs to the heirs and joint heirs. Unfortunately, many Christians are not even conscious of their, their inheritance in Christ. You see, many are not conscious to see things from that angle. Many are just walking through life like Solomon described in Ecclesiastes. Most of the books, the descriptions you see there, even though they were inspired by the Spirit, they were all descriptions that has to do with life affairs in the earth realm. Amen. Nothing heavenly. So it says, I, see, I saw under the sun. Trying to describe what was seen on the earth. Some of the experiences he was seeing. Some of the things that were happening on the earth realm or in the earth realm. Amen. Very importantly, the book of Ecclesiastes. But you see, so it's important we understand that you always have to condition and program your life. You must, at this time, begin to program your life in a way that you would be a lender and not a borrower. You must begin to program your life like that. You must begin to program your finances like that. It's so important. Don't be interested in borrowing. You want to be financially sound. Don't be interested in borrowing. Don't make your access to borrowing influence you 
to go on borrowing because sometimes when you have access to borrowing, you, do you understand what I'm saying? You have access. You can talk to so-and-so person. You can talk to that bank. You can talk to this bank and all of that. Normally when you have that access, you are not careful, you would always be in that league of borrowing, in that life of borrowing. But the scriptures tell us that the one who borrows is a slave to the one who lends. So you make up your mind and condition your mind that you want to be a lender, not somebody who is constantly borrowing. There are Christians who live like that. Not because they are doing something big with even with the money. Once they see that they don't have money in their pockets, the next thing that comes into their minds is how to go and borrow. If you live your life borrowing and borrowing, you will remain broke forever. I thought I would hear a glory to that. Why? Because it says that the lender has the upper hand over the, the one who borrows. Is that what it says? And that is the scriptures. And if that is the scriptures, then you have to make sure that you do what the scriptures say. You do what the scriptures say. Amen. Amen. Don't make borrowing your, a lifestyle. Write it down. Don't make borrowing a lifestyle. Make lending a lifestyle. Make up your mind you want to have enough to lend. Are you hearing what I'm saying? You, you are always determined to lend. And not to always be borrowing. Can you? And so important. It starts even with your credits. Is that where? Yeah. The consciousness you must dis, the, the, you must do what? You must build a consciousness of not borrowing. Say, I refuse to borrow. Because the one who borrows is a slave. The borrower is a slave. Write it down. The lender is a master. That's what he's saying. The borrower is a slave. The one who is always like, you see, spirituality is such that the one who is always taking, you are always taking. People who always take are always subject to those who always give. Those who are always taking. The hand is the side. I think one of the the hand that is always taken is always what a servant or a slave to the one that is always giving. That's scriptural. So don't just be on the taking side. Are you hearing what I'm saying? We share some of these truths and we just throw them away. And we keep doing our normal borrowing. Papa said I shouldn't borrow. If I don't have money, what should I do? And we keep doing our normal borrowing. Papa says, as you, he doesn't know what he's talking about. He says, you don't know what we've been going to. You say we shouldn't borrow. Did I say you shouldn't borrow? No, did I say we shouldn't borrow? <laughs> when I ask a question, you don't know what to say. <laughs> okay, let me do it well. Did I write the Bible? <laughs> glory. I didn't say that. God in his infinite wisdom said it. Amen. Amen. And it's very important. Don't be 
But, but I say start from your MTN credits and your Vodafone credits. There are some of you in the ha- who are in the habit of borrowing. Five, one, one CD borrowing. Two CD borrowing. Some people have been borrowed Momo uh, or what do they call that thing? They borrowed and never paid. Some borrowed and changed their same. Quick, quick, quick loan. There are certain things you must discipline yourself not to do. Amen. Am I speaking to you? Yes, sir. You know, why are you laughing like that? Emoji. <laughs> is that powerful? The borrower is slave, he says. So the one who borrows is a slave. The one who lends is the master. So when you place yourself in the position of just borrowing every time, you are making yourself what? A servant. You do what I said? You see the lender coming and all your heart will be shaking like this. See, so it's so important. That's why he's talking about this. And you start with that discipline. You may not have credit on your phone, but don't borrow. You know what I said? Don't borrow. Wait till you can buy it. That's one of the, the, the attitudes that Christians must have. The ability to wait. And we'll talk about it in the law of patience. People don't have patience today. We can't wait for the time. You can't wait for five years for something big to happen. No. We want it today. Or oh, we don't, can't have it again. Is that not true? But you will not die waiting. Will you die without credit on your phone? So when there was no mobile phone, why aren't you living? So it's important you wait till you have the enough money to do what? To, to in, enough money to buy. If you don't have enough, you wait. But don't be in the attitude of borrowing because you have access or because it's available. Because MTN has made it available. So you just borrow and go and sit somewhere. Even this borrow, you don't have to go and see any manager. Just borrow it at once. And sometimes you even borrow with the mentality that you won't pay. And you're a Christian. You know what I said? These are all attitudes if you want to work in the blessings. Don't borrow with the mentality that I won't pay. So I'm borrowing MTN credits, so I'm borrowing Momo MTN money. They won't, even they come after me, I'll throw the same. In fact, you, as a Christian who speak in tongues, you have done all your plan. If you see that they are worrying you, you throw the same and look for another same. And that, that's not a good attitude. Is that a good attitude? That's not, that's what we talk about. We talk, we're talking about truth, meekness, and righteousness. That's not a demonstration of what is right. It's not just sin. But it's not a demonstration of the righteousness of God. Did you hear what I said? So important. So it's important that we want to work in prosperity. We understand this one. That let us not cultivate that habit of borrowing and borrowing and borrowing. Let us be empowered. That's why you must be empowered. And sometimes all the things that you are doing never yield results. So you are stuck. But that is why you must give yourself to the studies of the word of God. You must give yourself to the studies of the word of God. 
so important and believe in the supernatural believe in the supernatural believe in the invisible believe in it a lot of Christians don't believe in the invisible a lot of Christians have been trained to just depend on their men of God for everything you see they are not trained like we do here many Christians are not trained the reason why we spend time like this sharing the word of God is not because we want to just preach sermons because we want to train Christians we want to raise Christians because life is such that you meet challenges you can't get to your destination without meeting challenges even as a Christian you can't even go to heaven without meeting challenges there's so much trials on the way you know what I'm talking about in the path that we find ourselves there's so much trials there are so many attacks the enemy wants to discourage you and all kinds of things are coming against you all the challenges of life come the storms of life the winds of life blowing mightily against you so if you don't believe in the word of god you don't you lack the word of god knowledge of god's word you don't believe your faith in god is not it's not appropriate i always say that there are many christians who don't have faith in god they are born again they have received faith like we preach but they can't express any faith in god you don't see an expression of their faith they believe in everything they can see they don't believe in everything they read in the scriptures but they are born again all the circumstances around them they look at the things that is around them the things around them they consider those things and they magnify those things sergeant can you come forward is that not true come 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 forward don't the back come on shout glory they magnify the opposition they magnify it do you know what i'm going through sometimes it shows in your driving you are so angry you remember that some of the things you are going to you are so angry you are born again you come out on the, in the workplace you are so angry everything irritates you now you are born again you can't face challenges you can't face tribulations you can't face adversity the Bible says if you fail in the days of adversity your strength is weak there are things we all go through regardless of the the, the grace God has given to a man of God, there are things. Have you seen a man of God is not going through a challenge before? There are some even now, no matter how great they are, are going through challenges. It will not be finances, maybe other challenges, marriage, something else, childbirth, something. Somebody will say that is their cross, too. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying? That's what the Bible says that loves his life will lose it. And you love your life, you consider a lot of things. You have sleepless nights, not because a demon is attacking you. Because you have challenges. You wish the next day everything is overturned. But we are trained even in challenges. You know what I'm talking about? We are trained in these trials. You want to be big, you must be able to take the mountain. You must take the trials. It comes to you and you take it and you face it. You face it with the word of God. You face it with faith. Until it comes down. And at the end you are rejoicing. Shout hallelujah. The scripture says all things work together for good to them that love the, God, the Lord. Do you love the Lord? Are you God's beloved? Yes. 
Yes. Did the disciples, after becoming apostles, go through challenges? Yes. Paul, after his, all his encounters and his powers, to the point where his even aprons were healing their sick, did he go through challenges? Yes. He wrote most of his letters from prison. He's in fastings often, in hungers, in famines. Who shall separate me from the love of Christ? What shall separate me from the love of Christ that is in Christ Jesus? He was the one speaking. In distresses. Did I read that on Sunday here? So it's so important that we understand that we go to, we see challenges. That is why faith is there. If your faith is inactive, or all the things we say about faith is useless to you, you see, and I've said it before that sometimes you may not take what we are sharing with you very serious because everything is cool. Some of us take what we are sharing serious because everything has not been cool. So it has, all our life has been faith. When will you do the next project? It's faith. When will you do the next thing? It's faith. How will you even travel? It's faith. We say we are going to Asia. Which nation are we going to? How will we survive there? It's faith. Did you hear what I'm talking about? And the Christian life is the walk of faith. Walking by faith means you are walking with the word of God. You are walking. What you can see is the word. There are a lot of challenges before you. But what you can see is the word. The people of Israel saw what? They saw the, the, the walls of Jericho. Faith sees beyond the walls. Faith sees beyond the walls. Sight sees the wall and talks about the wall. So when David saw the, the Goliath of God and the people were saying, they said, this man, he's been fighting for 20 years. Is that not what they said? You are too child, you are a child to even stand before him. But the man of faith said, no. I'll bring him down. Did you hear what I said? So it's so important. See things through the word of God. Let the, that's why we say, let the word of God, when we say it, like, it looks like, oh, he's preaching. Papa is preaching the word, he's preaching the word. It's because you've not met anything before. When you meet the challenges of life, and you do not know where to pass to, where to go to, and sometimes you are so, you are so troubled, you can't even sleep because of a challenge. You don't know when you come out of it. Then you understand that what I've been sharing is so important. That is when you know. Everything is everything's rosy, 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 rosy. So you understand. When the challenges begin to come, then you understand, oh, this is about. But it's important you prepare yourself now. You prepare yourself now. You're always preparing yourself. You are seeing victories. You are seeing victories. One day you will see a challenge like this. Shoom. In the midst of the, of the challenge, what God expects from you is what to do with what you do with the word of God that you have been learning. So if you have been hearing and not learning, you have nothing to do. Did you hear what I said? And you never give up until you win. It's called the fight of faith. You are fighting. I said it before. I said Christianity is a war. Christianity is a fight. You fight until you win. You wage war. It doesn't mean that waging war. I'm not on a spiritual warfare where people think you are just fighting the devil. You are warring. The challenges are coming. Have you seen, have you seen the heavy winds coming and you are going through the heavy? Have you experienced that before? Where you are, you are in the street somewhere and the winds, uh, the winds or whatever is blowing so mightily with sand and all that and you are closing your eyes and you are going through. 
to get to where you are going. You don't run to go and hide somewhere. You are warring to get to your destination. You are warring to see the manifestation that the word of God has said concerning you. You are warring. Did you hear what I said? Paul said, Paul, know that he went to say, but for our light afflictions. What he was calling light afflictions was beatings, all kinds of beatings to the point where he ran to, he had to be carried to a basket. A whole man of God, mighty man of God, who could teach till somebody falls down and dies and raise him back to life. He was running for his life. He was doing what? He was running for his own life. The people had decided to kill him. And he has also got to know that, no, it's not my time today. I have a lot to do. And somebody heard it, not the Spirit of God revealed to him. His sisters, uh, uh, whatever, heard it. And came to tell him that the people have said that so and so, if you pass so and so, they will deal with you. And he heard it in, his, in the house. When they told him, he said, no, then you have to pass me to a basket. He didn't pray for supernatural anything. He passed to a basket. <laughs> Isn't that strange? Look at even the birth of Jesus. Look at the challenge surrounding the birth of Jesus. The, the, the darts. The trials. Look at the challenge. Because of him, many children were killed. God had to make them escape with the child to Egypt, to a foreign land. God could have just protected or even made Jesus invisible for a while. Did you hear what I said? He was born first of all in the manger. A whole Jesus Christ. Where was he born? The challenge started there. After his birth, they were looking for him to kill him. When he grew and started ministry, they were still looking for him to kill him. When we read it, we read it so simply. Oh, then they were looking for Jesus to kill him and he passed through them. They were looking for him. But it's not simple as we read it. They pick up stones. Didn't they pick up stones? At the point, they wanted to push him off the cliff somewhere and kill him at once. Jesus, with all his power, With all is what? There is a resting in the life. But I've said, push me down. When I collapse, I can't die. I'll wake up. I have work to do. <laughs> so I'm trying to say that anybody who is born again, no matter what, you go to challenge. And that challenge is to test your faith. Your faith can only stand when the word of God dominates you. Your faith will not never stand if the word of God doesn't dominate you. You will make a shipwreck of your faith if you don't give yourself to the word of God. Did you hear what I said? So Paul was going through all of that. He says, for our light afflictions. Another translation is for our elementary afflictions, which is but a moment. But that moment was throughout his life. The moment he talked about was a moment of all his life, life moment, he called it, which is but for a moment. It says, worketh for us a far more exceeding weight of glory. So even though we shout glory, trials work for us an exceeding weight. So you see, there are levels of glory. I don't know levels of glory. It's a glory that comes through the word of God. We beholding. So we are all glorified. We are people of glory. Is that not what we say every year? Because those he found, he also called. And those he called, he also justified. Those he justified, he did what? He glorified. So we are all glorified. But there are levels of that glory. There is a basic glory. There is a glory that is based on the word of God. We are beholding the glass. We are changed to the same image from glory to glory. 
Then there's an exceeding weight of glory that comes through afflictions. Your ability to suspend afflictions after a period of time. <laughs> Do you know what I said? Yeah. To fight through afflictions and win. Sometimes the Lord wants us to fight and win. You have no idea what it means when you win a battle. When you win a challenge, you look back to just remember that you went through this. So, wow, I went through it. You did what? No matter if it's a wall, you still go through. Once it's time for you to go through, when you reach where the wall is, the Spirit will open for you to go through and be at the back. You've gone through. But if you see the wall and instead of facing to go through, you turn back, you're in trouble. You come back to face that wall one of these days, somewhere, somewhere. You can even run away from Ghana, you go and meet that wall somewhere. Unless you say, I'm not a Christian again. <laughs> Whoever I just said there. So it's important. Stand strong. Be disciplined. Start now. Face the obstacles before you. I said what? Caleb at this old age says that give me, give me that mountain and let me take it. Give me the mountain. He saw a mountain, 80 something years, I'm still going for the mountain. No, he said, I'm too old, I can't go to challenges. No, going for the mountain. So no matter what, where you find yourself, whatever it is, stay with the word of God. If you don't do that now, you may not be able to do that at the time where the challenge is high. Start now. Learn the word. Put the word of God to work. Express your faith. You are building your life for the blessings to manifest. Did you hear what I said? I said, did you hear what I said? Some of you are here, you don't have any story to share. We ask you, you don't have one story. You don't have any story that you have. You can say, this one is God. I went through and look at me. It's now at my back. You don't have one story. You don't have what? To share. One story. That's important. Neither height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Nothing shall, separate, nothing shall separate me from the love of God. Nothing shall separate me from the love of God. Is that not important? Ecclesiastes chapter 7 verse 12. Money is a defense. Money is a defense. So walk by faith. Walk by faith. Learn, go back. Study Hebrews chapter 11. Then study chapter 12. Then go back to our messages on faith. The outworkings of faith and all of that. Our work of faith. And all of that. They're all there. The trial of faith. Boosters of faith. Go listen again and again. Don't give yourself rest. Don't do what? Self rest. Yes. Listen to the messages. Let them become part of you. If you want to walk in their blessings, you want to walk in what? Blessings. blessings. The, the Bible says the blessings of God, it make it rich. And it says the rich will let over the poor. So how is God seeing you? Seeing you rich. For we know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. That though he was rich, yet for your sakes, for my sake, he became poor. That we through his poverty might be made rich. So when God looks at you, he's not looking at somebody who will be rich. He's looking at somebody who is the rich. Did you hear what I said? And that is based on your status. 
It's based on what? But as we continue, you understand what I just shared right now. Is that not powerful? So money is a defense. Is it there? Ecclesiastes chapter 7, verse 12. Money is a defense. Say it after me. Money is a defense. Is that not powerful? Oh, balatasatalabosh. For wisdom is a defense. Do you see it there? We'll talk about the law of wisdom too, maybe on Sunday. And money is a defense. But the excellency of knowledge is that wisdom giveth life to them that have it. Do you see it there? But we are not talking about knowledge today. But look at the excellency of knowledge is that wisdom giveth life to them that have it. So even though wisdom is a defense, money is a defense, wisdom gives life. Money doesn't give life. Do you see it there? But because we are talking about prosperity, let's stay with money. <laughs> what do you guys think? They stay with money, sir. You want to see more money. And money is a defense. Money, say money, money. Uh, it's a defense. The word defense means a shield. Can I write it down? Money is a defense. It means it's a shield. It's a shade of protection. Money is a shield. It's a shade of protection. The shade of protection. Why is he a shield? Because money shields your dreams. Money shields your hopes. Money shields your future. It's a shade of protection. You are hiding under money to do things. What do you guys think? Under money you do things. do things. So it's a defense. Money defends us. Money shields us. The one who walks in luck and does not have money says, I'm walking in luck. I like this. I like that. I like that. Doesn't have his dreams or her dreams shielded. You can have dreams and luck will make sure that dream won't come to pass. You can have hopes. And lack many of us in churches have a lot of ambitions, a lot of ideas. Is that not true? Many Christians have a lot of ideas. And without money, when you are working in lack, those ideas never come to pass. Ideas without money is idealess. <laughs> that was said anointing without without money is annoyance. <laughs> so idea, ideas without money is what idealess <laughs> or idealess, whatever you put it. <laughs> Amen. But when you have the map before you of the future you want to have, and you have money as a shield, then you can now work <laughs> or work that future out. Is that not true? There are people who got admission to schools who couldn't pay and remained the same. Some got opportunity to travel. The visa came. There was no money. Is that not true? Some are so intelligent. So intelligent. Nobody gave them scholarship. They couldn't go anywhere. You think people don't have ideas in Ghana? There are people full of ideas. 
There are people who went to work in organizations because they, they didn't have money to, to, to what, propagate their ideas. Did you hear what I said? So money is a sort of defense. There is a way the rich man carries himself. There is a way the poor man carries himself too. If you have been made rich in Christ, there is a way you have to carry yourself, even in a Trotsky. You carry yourself like a rich man in the Trotsky who has just pretended to stay in it. Did you hear what I said? You don't want to be alone. So there is money, it's a defense. It's a defense. When you see a rich man's car, you pass behind it with, with caution. Even when you see there's a particular car when you see in town with all your cars that we all our cars we have. All of you have cars, shout glory to that. There's a car that comes before you and you're even careful, you don't want to to to, to hit the car. You know that if I bash this car, one light alone will let me run. You're not ready for that. Is that not true? So the man's the man's money, you don't know the person. Maybe that guy may, may, might have borrowed the car. But that, that car, with the, what you see, is like a defense. Is that not true? Money is a defense. When a person is broke and, and, and is so broke, it's like uh, when people say that you, you, when you go to the bank and you present yourself in a particular way and you present some cars that are not even yours and all that and you, they see you here and there with somebody's dollars in your account but it's not yours and all that, they check it, check it, they will give you some amount of loan that will shock you. You're the same person to enter the same bank with some slippers, some chalewati or some something, something like that with the shorts that is looking some way, some way, the top that is looking some way, some way. You see all the tellers, everybody looking at you some way, some way. It's like, they begin to, no matter how good you are, they think you are coming to steal there. You didn't hear what I said? I've entered places that people thought I was coming to steal. <laughs> Shout glory. glory. Even now, there's a way you can dress and enter some place and people look at you and look at you. You can see the way they are looking at you, it's like they are suspecting you. Until you go back and change and show them that no, the, the, then you were seen and the person. Is, do you know that? So there's a way money projects a person. That's what he's talking about. It's a projection that money gives. It's a kind of projection. There's even a, 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 a kind of personal empowerment that money gives you. Do, you. do you get what I'm talking about? The kind of empowerment, some personal, what, what do you call it, that money gives you. That's what sometimes we say rich people, we say they are proud, they are proud. We say rich people, we are proud. They say we are proud. Don't they say we are proud? We've been saying, they say, oh, you, are, you people are so proud. They don't know. Because it's a way you carry yourself with some kind of Money and car in some something in your pocket and all that. There's also a way a broke man too behaves and carries himself, Charlie. So there's a projection that money gives a person. At certain houses you, you reach and you are very careful and all that. Is that not true? You enter certain house and you're like, hey, Charlie, hey, hey. You are passing and you are seeing certain house and you are saying, hey, if you were there, if you were there. You want to have a glimpse. 
So there's a projection that money gives a person, projects the person in a particular way. And there's also a projection. And so there are places you enter for some contracts and they see you are capable. That's your defense. Sometimes you don't talk. There are some people who have written, write, 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 contract. They've written the contract. They've written, written for whatever contract, the point where people are even tied. They take the paper and throw it somewhere. That one day, sometimes there are some contracts they ask, but do you have the money to carry it? No. How should we give you the contract again? Is that not true? In business. So money is a defense. Money is a defense. Money is a shell. That's what he's talking about. If you heard something, they shout glory. glory. When you are financially buoyant, you, you feel some way. When you are also not financially buoyant, there is a feeling you have. It's a kind of feeling. Your whole eye is turning upside down, left everywhere. People are broke, always angry. <laughs> you hear what I said? And people are broke, always what? Always angry. They're always talking about money in church. They're always talking. When you see people talking like that, they are broke. Then people are always talking about money in church. They go to those churches, they like money. Even those people who comment on the social media, is broke, broke mentality. That makes them comment and say, I'm sorry for my discourse. Because you are broke, you think like that. Is that not true? The one who is rich, you just give, bundle, take. Church, oh, check, take a check, bring a check. I was in the church many years ago when some people came who were, who were so broke, and the man of God wanted to help them, and he said, if you want to help, and all that, and some people started standing up, and you could see. So, some people in the church were having their checkbooks. Some people, too, their checkbooks, they don't know where they've put it for many years. I saw a woman like that, she stood up, sat down, the camera was... So we have covered all the expenses of the, it was an elderly woman like that, who was homeless. We've covered all the expenses for the next three, uh, whatever, and we will plan and build a house too for her and all of that. One woman in the church. I was still telling myself, I said, by, by this time, all some of them even said, now they need the money more than that woman standing there. <laughs> Is that not true? Do you want to understand what I'm saying? Not to insult, not to use anything derogatory, but you go to your workplace and you see the difference between you going there and the security man there. Doing you, yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir, wanting tips. Or anywhere you go and you see security man, you wanting tips. Why do they think you have tips on you? Why, what makes them think like that? It's the way they see you, is how money is projecting you. <laughs> is that not true? That's money being a defense, projecting you. So you say, come, but we'll go make he doesn't even know it's we'll go make He knows once he washes the car, you have some 50 or 20 there. Is that not true? Yes, That's what he's talking about when he says money is a defense. It's a defense. It's a way you even carry yourself when you have your own car and you put it somewhere, somewhere. It's a way you carry yourself to when your car is not some, some way, some way, and all that. I've seen all those things before. Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? You are going to turn that sprout and you are being careful about certain, because certain things are uh, certain things are knocking you here and there. When they call for a meeting, you are thinking. A Lego sutalaba. Money is really a different. Some people too are, are praying for a meeting. Because their cars don't have anywhere to go. Is that not true? 
Some are praying that let us be a meeting so that we can go. Some to say that, Charlie, you feel so uncomfortable. Did you hear what I said? So money is a defense. That is why you must not be broke. Amen. You wake up in the morning, you tell us, I refuse to be broke. Wherever, whatever should, should happen in my life for me to go higher in life should happen in my life. And you don't take your spiritual life for granted. That's our hope. That's where your hope. Your hope is in what God says you are. Nothing else. Nothing else. Your hope is not in there being an MP. One day you won't be an MP again. There are a lot of broke MPs now. There are also a lot of broke assemblies, whatever, whatever they call all those people now. The former IGP, the former, uh, there's the former that. But you're never former in your identity in Christ. Are you former? So have a, have a, have a rich man mentality. Think big. Think great. You do hear what I said? Uh, think big. Think great. And have faith. And practice the word of God. Say, be zealous for God. Be serving God. Service. Be a custodian of truth. We are there, shout glory. So money is what? It's a defense. It's a defense. It's a defense. Money is a defense. There are places you enter, you don't talk. With your money, you don't talk. There are, there are names that, there are names that they, when they mention and they, they are passing, you say, Charlie, hey! The names are big in your head. And your, 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 your yes, Job, Job speaking, one of the scriptures, Job said, when, when in my hay days, when I, I washed my face with butter, was washing, when he was in trouble and was remembering some of the things he was enjoying, he says, I, I used to wash my face with butter. One day, maybe before we close, I'll let you read that scripture. I washed my face in butter. I was eye to the blind. I was leg to the lame. That means that they will come to his house and say, maybe I'll school fees. He will say, take and go, take and go. You didn't worry me in this house. Is that not true? Shout glory to that. You are walking in wealth in the name of Jesus. I said, I've said it before many years ago. I said, two important things are important. So after being saved and your fellowship, we've got two important your health and your wealth. Are so important. No matter how healthy, if you are broke, you become sick. <laughs> you heard what I said. No matter how healthy you are, in your family, there is no sickness, there is no disease. Is there is this sickness in your family? You say, no, sir. You, talk, you tell the doctor, Dr. John, you say, you tell, you say, is there any sickness? You say, no, no, sir. Do you have an alliance, something in your family? No, sir. Did you hear what I said? No matter how, I said no matter what, how healthy you are, when you are broke, when you become broke for a long time, you become sick. Do you, do you think what I'm saying is not true? You don't understand what I'm talking about. When you are, when you are healthy and you are healthy, you don't have a job, you don't have any money, you don't have anything, you are in your room. Yeah, I've gone through certain things before, so when I'm talking, I'm talking based on something. You are in your room. You have nothing to do. You are just in your room uh, one year. How will you survive? You borrow five CDs. You borrow ten CDs. You borrow after one time when you call all the people. After three months, January to March, you call people, nobody responds. You'll be in the house with, with severe hunger. 
You'll be hungry till when, when you come out, you say, ah, your whole skin has become like this. It's not that you, you, you are not sick, it's that there's no food to eat. Have you been to those nations, the North Af- African nations? Have you seen them before? Sudan and Somalia and all those places. Have you, have you seen them on TV before? You see them and they look like somebody is about to be buried. That's, that's what poverty can do to a person. So if such a person, if they show you how the person was before all these calamities and all that, you'll be sure this poverty that has made the person like that. So you come to the point where by the time you check, you're, you're sick. All your kidneys are filled because there's no food to let the, <laughs> let the kidneys function. So no matter how healthy you are, if you are, if you are broke, you will be sick. If you are so broke, you'll be broke for two years, three years. You may even die in the room. By the time we come, you have died of hunger. Have you not heard that people have died of hunger? You've not heard that before, eh? You have heard that before. People who have died of hunger. Shout hallelujah. I just shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Whoever I just said. So your future, your hopes, your dreams, and all of that, your ideas all come to fruition when you have money. When you have money, it comes to fruition. Some of you have ideas. If you had the, the, the required money, you won't work in certain organizations. Is that not true? You are trading your time for money. If you don't know, that's what you are doing now. You are trading time for money. Stasef, do you hear what I'm talking about? You are trading your time for money. You are trading time for money. Yeah, the money is not even enough to start a business. May God prosper you in the name of Jesus. I said, may you prosper in the name of Jesus. Sandra said, there's a way a poor man behaves. You see, you start with the poverty mentality. is a satanic slavery. Do you hear what I said? Start like that. Thank God for the Holy Ghost. And thank God for the Word of God. No matter where you find yourself, the Spirit of God can prosper, make you prosper. We are all at certain levels, but we will get to a height where we can do mighty things. We are so we are so rich financially, we don't even know what to do. We sleep, we you sleep, you'll be so rich, you'll be sleeping on money. Amen. They say, Let us get you a bed. You say, No, 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 arrange this money here. Let me sleep on. I didn't hear glory to that. <laughs> uh, when you finish sleeping on it, you come and sow a seed. Don't, don't sleep on it forever. Else, God will visit you. Money is the answer for everything. Number two, is that powerful? So, who understood money is a defense? There are people who never goes to any. They are taken to court. They never enter the courtroom. Not only in not only in uh, what Africa. It was when the COVID came that I saw that some people living in the U.S. Can be, they, they, they can be discovered as the, one who, the ones who created the COVID themselves. They talk like the COVID, they, they can tell you what to happen tomorrow. Nobody could go and arrest them. Everybody was quiet. They say, are you the one? Are you a doctor? Are you a doctor? They were saying from their homes, are you a doctor? Well, they couldn't go. <laughs> Is that not true? If they pull their money from the economy, you see what will happen. There are men who, who are holding the economies of nations. I do not mean like that. There are some people who are holding the economies. If they put their money, they, uh, the, even the president will have food to eat. You are great in the name of Jesus. 
I said, you are rich in Christ Jesus. Amen. So I'm walking like a rich man. Like I said, when you sit in the bath, sit like a rich man. Yes, I said, do what? Sit like a rich man. Even if you are using to sit like a rich man. Who's relaxed? It's like you've just intentionally came to sit here today. Else you won't come. The total made me say, Now, who need me? Who need me? I will cut your country. The person may experience it to talk across my hammer. When I'm casting my pocket with you, I'm in the number. I'm showing you how to behave like Abraham. Hmm. How to behave like Abraham. You behave like, like who you are. You don't behave like what is around you. Amen. Amen. So money is the answer. Ecclesiastes again. Ecclesiastes chapter 10, verse 19. So answer for everything. Sometimes people say a lot of things that money, money, when people are broke and all that, they say all kinds of, you know, they say, wait, people who have not heard the word of God, they say, wait, they behave some way, some way. They say money can can, can buy you a house, but I cannot give you a home. Money can give you marriage, but I cannot give you... Do you understand all those, all those kind of things? It's not money that... Anybody who has a home or something is not happy, it's not money that's not making you happy. It's you yourself who's not making yourself happy. You can always make yourself happy. Is that not true? Have you heard those things before? And people are broke, they say all kinds of stupid things. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know. Money can give you everything. I even know somebody who is very rich, but is not happy. Happiness, there are somebody who is poor, is not happy. So happiness has nothing to do with who is rich or something. It has to do whether you want to make yourself happy. Is that not true? Have you heard people say such things? The scripture says, a feast is made for laughter. You see, a feast is made for laughter. If you want to make yourself happy, you can just make a feast for yourself. I remember sometime I went to sit somewhere, you sit and you eat. You do what? Sometimes you say, Charlie, take me to AH and let's go and eat. You go and set a table. Only you, you have about 13 bowls. You eat, 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 eat. You carry your bag and you go home. You intentionally make yourself happy if it is food that to make you happy. Sometimes you just play some song and be happy. If you are not happy, you are not happy because of money or no money. You are not just happy. So it's not about the money. Or no money. Is that not true? So all those assertions that people make, like, uh, uh, I don't know whether you've heard what. <laughs> the money can buy you a house and not a home. The money can buy you medicine and not health. And all of that. Who told you health? Health in the natural sense is not expensive. Do you know how many people have gathered at Kolebu there that there is no bed? How some people are sitting in the house and doctors are coming to check, check their whatever. Some people even on their deathbed because they are still experiencing money. I say, I say, that money can buy you a what? What? And cannot buy you health. People have paid money on what? We are going to be wealthy. Is that not true? We are working in wealth. We are wild on that. We have a lot to do. We have a lot to do. 
You have a lot to do. We have what? A lot to do. People, no, people who think like money is not this money, they don't have a lot to have. Realize that people don't have a lot. Even if you you have a, a big vision before you, people don't have any vision. Most people who talk against prosperity, they don't have any vision. Most don't have any vision. Some people have only one church, and they are talking against prosperity. One church, you are talking against prosperity. You know what it means to carry about hundred branches. The amount of money. We'll get to that. Come on, shout glory. glory. So he a feast is made for laughter, and wine make it merry. Say, wine make it merry. This is what some people read and they go and look for alcohol. <laughs> they say, wine make it merry. But money answereth all things. Money does what? Money answereth all things. You know, that's why I said that Ecclesiastes is talking about what is happening in the world. Solomon observing the world and telling us in this earth realm that we are in, this earth realm power, money answers things. They also said that anointing without money is annoyance. There are people who can do miracles and all that, who, who cannot pay for TV, nothing. They are not, never amplified. But they can do miracles from corner somewhere. Amen. Money answered all things. Money answered all things. Look, as they say, money answered all things. What does that mean? Money is the respond to things. Money is the respond to things. Money is the respond to things. Money, write it down as well, but money is the respond to things. Money is the what? Respond to things. Money is the response to things, sorry. The response to things. Money is 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 the response to things. So Solomon was telling us that in this world, money is the response to things. The question is, what thing? It will be a camera. Money is the response to a camera. It will be a car. Money is the response to the car. I've said it before, and let me say it again. Maybe some of you were not here there. The, the distance between the car at the garage and you is money. You know what I said? The distance between the car at the garage, or the, not even the garage, the, uh, okay, at the garage, or the, uh, 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 what is the car? Tia car. Showroom. The Tia showroom. Tia so the man who is walking and looking at the showroom, the distance between the showroom car and him is <laughs> not in kilometers. <laughs> it's money. The, 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 the distance between you and a particular house is money. The distance between you and a particular land in a particular location is money. I say what? It's money. It's money. In a particular location, it's money. The distance between you and a particular shoe is money. You enter certain shops and they mention certain things, and the distance is money. At the time you say, hey, it's money. Is that not true? So it says, money, money answered all things, and money is the response. And truly, what Solomon was saying was that 
once you are working on this earth realm, everything you want to acquire or get or have, you, it requires money. You can't speak in tongues to take a car. If you speak in tongues, what will happen is the Spirit of God giving you money or causing the money to come for you to buy the car. But you can't go and stand with the car, walk around the car, speak in tongues. I claim the car, I claim the car, I claim. The seller will just be standing there watching you. After you have claimed, you claim. <laughs> but the Spirit of God can cause the supernatural. We come to that when we talk about the means. But if the Spirit of God has not caused that supernatural, you still pass, you walk around the car, but you pass by and go home and say, Charlie, you've been narrating the car and explaining the car. There are some people who can explain the car engine, the car ties, the car things. Have you seen people like that? Then you see one footballer show up and he's driving it before you. You see the difference between that car that you were describing and not giving a vivid description as if you are the manufacturer. And the one owing it is the money. So that's why he's talking about money responds to things. There are people who never achieve, could not achieve anything because there was no money to take them to school. Not because they were not intelligent. Nobody could take them to any school. There are some, some people too, who could not even go to good schools because there was no money. I'm talking about school. Some can't use proper phones because of money. Is that not true? Some can't buy proper things to wear because of money. So he says, I didn't, did I write the scriptures? I'm trying to let you know how important, I said three things that money is, according to the scriptures. This money answered all things. You go to certain places and what they are selling is in grades. You can go for five pesos, you can go for ten pesos. Is that not true? The difference, sometimes you, you watch and say the difference between what is happening there before you is money. Somebody is coming and is going straight to this one. This is my level. This one is coming to this one to my level. This one is coming to this one is my level. What's the difference? So sometimes you talk about uh, what? Equality in the society and all that. So, social stratification. Don't you learn that in somewhere, somewhere? Some of us learn certain things like that. Some of us have even forgotten. Is that not true? Social studies and social sciences and all that they are saying society, the society they did one day society to be equal and uh, sometimes sometimes you know, some of the uh, socialists and some some of the uh, uh, poor people who rebel and uh, all kinds of stupid things that never happened. Never happened. It never happened. It has still been like that all over the world. Everywhere you go to, there's, a, there's still a social inequality somewhere. Is that not true? Social inequality. The difference, those, all those inequalities, not that uh, some people are lawyers, they are broke lawyers. Some people too are musicians and they are richer than the lawyers. It's, it's, not, it's not about uh, their footballer who can't speak, write their names. You have to sign that they use thumb print. <laughs> Is that not true? Have you seen that they are interviewing a footballer and it's like, and when I am in school and then my teacher was like, you understand? And you'll be laughing. But when he finished the interview, he goes straight to a particular mansion. You can write all the English and essay. People can write all the essays, but some people are fighting. Some people are fighting in economic class. Some people to have even in the plane. Is this world not strange? 
Some are fighting in economy. Some are fighting in first class. Some are fighting business. Some too are in their debts. They don't even know all these economies you are talking about. <laughs> Have you thought about that before? When you are traveling, you are in some economic class somewhere, and you see somebody in the first class, and now you say, oh, yeah, you're not able to do Is that not true? You are only encouraging yourself. It's not the same. Some people go to VIP. Not because they are big, but because they have money. They bought jets. So when they reach Kotoka, they go through VIP. They don't go through all the process of uh, car, then all their, all their cars have been done already. They are only going passing through. So I refuse to be broke. I refuse to be poor. I refuse to carry poverty mentality. I refuse to look down on myself. I've said there is no Christian, there's nobody. You know, the old, that's what I talked about too. The only thing you know is what God says. I'm rich, I'm rich. But you're not just saying that I'm rich. So I'm rich, I'm rich, I'm rich. I just I'm rich. I'll be sharing a lot of things. Come on, shout glory. Do we have some small time? So money, that's what, I said that's what, answered all things. Now what that actually means is that money is an enabler. Write it down. Money is an enabler. Money is an enabler. It's an enabler. When we say something is an enabler, it means that something that makes things possible. It makes what? Things possible. It makes things possible. Have you heard that there are some nations, if you are going for visa, they have to check how much money you have. What you do, how much money you have in a bank account. And all kinds of things that you think I say, Charlie. If you are broke, then they would get back a house. They'll check how much you have in your account. They check your salary. They check your assets. Especially when you are in this part of the when when you are in this part of the world. There's some part of the world. So I'm not of this world. I'm not of this world. So money is an enabler, means that money makes things possible. Do you get what I'm talking about? Someone said, it's a deal. You see, you see the nations that are poor. Have you seen the nations that are poor? It's, it's an example that I gave. The, the borrower is subject to the lender, or is a slave of the lender. There are nations that are controlling African nations like something. It's even a perfect example. Kufuado there that is saying is the president. There are some people who are really the president. There are some nations who are really the president. If they give some decrees here and there, we won't bring money, we won't do this with their bodies, all the and president and vice where they would like to be shaking like this. They'll be passing laws they are not even supposed to pass. Is that not true? Mm. So money is an enabler. It's an enabler. You have you, you've seen a bag there, but you can't buy. It's an enabler. Since money responds to things. In this, in this, if it was, if Solomon was writing it in this generation, he would say, Charlie, money talks. Is that not what we say? Say, Charlie, money talks. Charlie, money they talk. Money they be you. That's what people say. I remember some years back when we were living in some parts, some, somewhere, somewhere, and the whole area was off. And the whole house was hit, so you, you were trying to walk around to see what was happening. I'll never forget that scene. 
We were walking on the street somewhere, somewhere. Whilst we were walking, I think Pastor Fair, I was walking with Pastor Fair or something. We were walking on the street somewhere, somewhere. We were walking street to an estate. So we were when we entered, when we reached one junction like that, somebody had opened his window and was watching UEFA Champions League. <laughs> the whole place was dark. The guy has powered this uh, what plant and was watching UEFA. He's enjoying air conditioning. Has opened his window. So when you are passing, you can even watch more. At the opening, he was just enjoying, just on taste and be crazy. I said, wow. <laughs> what do you remember that the money, money talks to Charlie? Money talks. He was enjoying taste. When the director was going, hey, hey, ECG, ECG, he didn't even mention ECG. <laughs> Are you guys hearing something? I'm provoking you onto good works. Sometimes you are provoking good works, it's not only miracles. Having money to do things is good works. Money to do things is good works. You can do things. Can also be giving excuses and be complaining. People complain. Sometimes people complain. Church, church, church. It's poverty making them complain. Say all kinds of things. The money is like that. The money is like that. Now, people who have no sense of lack, they don't have a sense of it. May you, may you enter that realm. So there are, there are levels and there are dimensions. I said, ah, the way you said, I said, may you enter that realm. But you have no sense of lack. All this economy, some people don't hear. Some too hear. Some too hear. Pa. <laughs> Is that true? Some don't hear what is happening. I saw a man today. I was sure the man was dancing some uh, like uh, Imagine the Day song and all that. One of those uh, people there dancing Imagine the Day so surrounded with lady and dancing. They was going from place to the after prayer. I said, eh? What about you? Say, uh, economy. On people say economy, not here, sir. May your speaking in tongues yield the results. Amen. Did you hear what I said? Yes, the Bible says a poor man's voice. It's not heard. Amen. Number three, money spreads the city. Money spreads the city. Zechariah chapter 1, verse 17. Money answers things. Or money is the answer to things. Do you want something? Do you want something? You need to buy it. Is that not true? You need to buy it. Do you want something? Yes, sir. You need to buy it. Is that not true? That's the money. It's very simple. Money is the answer to all things. If you want something in, on this earth realm, you have to buy. Or somebody has to buy it and give it to you. It's not, it's not, you can't just go and take it home. You reach, see a shop, things are there, then you carry the, your, the things <laughs> in a trolley and take it, <laughs> put it in the boot, you say, I'm going home. You'll be sure what to happen that day. <laughs> Shout hallelujah. So, Zachariah, quickly, chapter 1, verse 17. Money spreads the city. It says, it says what? It says, cry, cry yet, saying, that said the Lord of hosts, my cities through prosperity 
shall yet be spread abroad. Do you see that? Who is speaking? The Spirit of God is speaking. Cry yet, saying, Thus said the Lord of hosts, My cities through prosperity shall yet be spread abroad. And the Lord shall yet comfort Zion and shall yet choose Jerusalem. So, my cities through prosperity shall be spread abroad. It means that the cities of God, talking about ministries, the nation, do you know that the church is a nation? The church is a holy nation. I remember when they ask, what is the name of your church? And he says that, you say, what in this nation? They don't understand. They say, what is what in this nation? You say, what in this ministry? Is your church a nation? Is that not true? The Bible talks about the fact that we are the what? Royal priesthood. And a holy nation. So it's what in this holy nation? Do you understand what I'm saying? Hmm. So it's what in this nation? So we are just trying to say that we are a world changers holy nation. Because it says that we are. It didn't say we will be. We are. If I am, then I am a holy nation. Is that not simple? And some say ministries, which also works. Because you are in service. So it says, my cities through prosperity shall yet be spread abroad. Spread abroad means spread to places. So the gospel can reach places through prosperity. Churches can be established through prosperity. Amen. Amen. If you have a big dream for ministry, you know that it takes money to see all those dreams come to pass. Even though the grace of God is on your life, the power of God is manifesting, the word of God is working, you are being taught and all that, it takes money to do a lot of things in ministry. People who criticize pastors and criticize ministers concerning money don't know Sometimes the expenditure involved in ministry. You see, the greater or the bigger the ministry, the bigger the expenditure. Did you hear what I said? You have to pay bills. You have to pay workers. You have to employ people. You have to establish churches. You have to establish offices in nations, in cities. If we say, well, yes, we are moving to Kumasi, we have to have a place. We have to have a place a place. Don't we have to have a place? We have to have an office. We have to have some workers there. We have to do something. We say we are going to Kofoid, we have to do. We say we are going to China, the same. We say we are going to Malaysia, the same. We say we are going to US, the same. Is that not true? So ministry is expensive. It's expensive. It's expensive. And it takes money. And that is why God is interested in blessing people in this ministry. That's his interest. His blessing in blessing the hearts of those who have his agenda at heart. Who are zealous? Did we talk about zealous? Did we talk about that? People who are passionate for him and are jealous when it comes to God. God's things. They are willing to do anything to make sure this thing goes. Come on, shout hallelujah. So the cities are spread through prosperity. It is through prosperity that we have Presbyterian in Presbyterian Church in Ghana. From somewhere, somewhere. Not only in Ghana, all over the world. It's through prosperity that we have Catholic churches all over the world. It's through prosperity that we have what? There are Catholic churches and Catholic schools and Catholics, everything. Most of us all go into Catholic schools. Sometimes when people are even criticized, some of them who criticize went to Catholic schools themselves. Yet they've forgotten that it was somebody who it was a church who built it that for them to go. Is that not true? 
Some people took their money and came to both school for us to be able to learn something. Now you can speak good English, so you have gone to be a social, what, what do you call those people? Those people talk plenty. They are talking. You see, so it says, my city's true prosperity shall be spread abroad. Shout hallelujah. It takes money to run an effective ministry and a big ministry and do mighty things for the Lord. It takes money. There are people who come to church who need help. People who come to church who need houses. People who come to church, there are nations who will enter in, Islamic nations and all that. That you, oh, don't worry, let them, let them sing songs of praise. Amen. They are enjoying themselves. It shows that we have children here. Is that not a blessing? So your child shall be an olive shoot around your table. So there are olive shoots around our tables today, this evening. Come on, shout glory to that. Oh, what I said. So, super spread there are a lot of things happen or work in the ministry. And you know these things when you're on TVs and you're paying bills on TVs and you're paying, I remember when we were on TV, the last TV we were on before we left that TV, because of the time, we left the TV actually not because of money, because we are rich. Are we not rich? But the timing they were giving us, we didn't like it. And up to now, they've not given us any time, so we've chopped. We've done what? We've chopped, we've relaxed and we're watching things. Come on, shout glory. You see, that TV station alone, even that time they were giving us, and we were, we were, we were paying over 20000 I think it was a month or something like that. Or two months, we had to pay 20,000 Ghana CDs. Just one TV station for 30 minutes. For how many minutes? 30 minutes, just showing you just 30 minutes. Sometimes you may not even finish your makeup before the 30 minutes ends. You start making the people up. 30 minutes has ended. But you were paying. We're paying. So imagine you want to, recently, Pastor Chris was celebrating the 25 years on TV, on television. Glory to that. Is that not glory? And it's not one TV station all over the world. TV stations all over the world. FM stations. Some of us really even had Pastor Chris on, on FM stations because some people paid. See, all over. Now they run how many TV stations? They run satellites. Satellites. About more than eight. Middle East, everywhere, that world, world is there. That's a lot of money, millions of dollars, not even not billions. Is that not strange and powerful? And this are not done by broke people in church. They are done by people who are financially empowered and equipped and graced by the Spirit who is supplying to them. Amen. So the ministry or the gospel... You can say, oh, God has sent me to go to Kenya. But you can't jog to Kenya. Will you jog? Will you jog with all the vision? Yeah. Even if God sends you to Nigeria, you can't jog to Nigeria. Even Togo here, you can't jog. So if you are going to Asia or America or Canada or wherever, you can't jog there. When you go, you just pack some things, everything in the street and start preaching. Oh. Shout hallelujah. That's why it's important that we be empowered financially. We be taught so that we can direct our desire. You see, it's important you direct your desire towards the desires of God. It's in all your ways, acknowledge Him. In all your ways, do what? Acknowledge Him. All your ways. So you are directing your desire towards God's desires. So important. And that attracts the blessings. Shout hallelujah. Three things 
that do what? Do we have time? I should close right now. Three means of supernatural abundance. Maybe I should do that on Sunday, right? Because I have a lot to share on that one also. So if you have heard this one, you must hear what I'm coming to share on Sunday. Three means of what? Supernatural abundance. Three means of supernatural abundance. So important. Three means. Sunday we take our time and look at that. Who has heard something this evening? Have you been blessed? So money is a defense. Money is a defense. Lack does not defend you. Lack does not defend you. Lack does not do what? Money is a defense. Money answers all things. Money is the response to all things. Money is an enabler. Don't forget that. Every time you want to buy something, they mention the price and your whole head goes somewhere. Remember this message. I've said before that someone of God said something that if, uh, if, if only, if, if only what? <laughs> Come on, shout glory. Man of God said something like that. That you reach that stage in your life where you don't say, if only I have money. If only I have money. You reach that stage. May you reach that stage in the name of Jesus. Are you people here? I said, may you reach that stage in the name of Jesus. What I'm saying is more important than even praying. You want me to pray for you? The words are coming. They are coming to you. I said, may you reach that stage in the name of Jesus. Ask me, say, Papa, how do I reach that stage? Say, how do I reach that stage? I want to reach there. Sunday, meet me. I'll show you how the Spirit of God does things. Amen. So your faith will be in what God can do in your life. Shall we please be? Shall we be standing up where we are sitting? Just lift up your right hand where you are. Be seated and lift up your right hand. Just be seated where you are and lift up your right hand. Just be seated where you are and lift up your right hand. Just pray in the Holy Ghost and thank the Lord for his word. Thank the Lord for his word. Thank the Lord for his word. Oh, Shadadabaha Satire. Mashi ati ati ifalakataya. Mango shata kaprakasata. Mazotoli palakataya. Mageli kato protoki prakataha. Makata prati setele kataha. Father, we thank you for your word. Father, we thank you for your grace. Father, we thank you for giving us your word to prepare us, to prepare our hearts, to prepare our minds. So the blessings that you have blessed us with will be in manifestations in our lives. Father, we give you praise. We give you adoration. We pray for every member of this ministry and every partner of this ministry that your power will manifest the wealth that you've given to us in our lives. In the name of Jesus. Cause us to do your will. Let your blessings manifest in our lives. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Shout hallelujah. 
So we are bringing our classroom to an end. How many of you have heard something? Have you been provoked in a particular way? Or I said, have you been provoked in a particular way? Uh, we are moving, we are moving, and we are moving. Amen. We are moving. We have a lot of mighty things to do for the Lord. And we will do all in the name of Jesus. Some of you do mighty things for the Lord financially. Some of you, God will bless you and you will never forget his blessings. And take it for granted. And you do mighty things. What you have written down as your financial goal for the kingdom. God will enable you to accomplish that. By the time you stand before Jesus in heaven. You stand like Cornelius, whose, whose great works financially had become a memorial in heaven. Is that not powerful? I said it before. I said that even Jesus did not make poor people his friends. When I say that, the people will be laughed, but it's true. Cornelius was so rich that his arms reached heaven. A poor man's arms can't reach heaven. Did you hear what I said? Some people say you can have money, but you can't buy salvation. Is that not true? You can't buy it. It's true. You can't buy salvation. But Cornelius, through his money, could attract salvation. Or could attract the means for salvation. He gave arms to the point where God just said, it has become, see, he's weeping before, he's blocking me. The man of this, this guy's arms is blocking me. <laughs> Are you hearing what I'm saying here? Are you thinking, am I playing or I'm serious? Is this scriptural? The man's memorial was blocking God's face. He was looking like all the angels were trying to see what was happening on earth. The man's, the man's arms were blocking them. They looked like this. The arms, they looked like this. It says your, 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 your givings and your arms have become a memorial. Somebody was not born again. Somebody was not born again. His giving had become a memorial in heaven that some are born again who is given has not even become a memorial but they are born again is that not strange the, the throne of grace I think I explained that why that happened that could happen the throne of grace that given and their arms have become a memorial and to the point where the spirit of God had to go to Peter and say Peter ran to corner when God was looking for Gentile to begin with the Gentile church he began with the person whose arms had reached heaven. Is that not strange? So be determined to see the manifestation of wealth. Amen. Don't give unnecessary excuses. Be determined. And once you see the wealth, be a kingdom financier. Be a kingdom financier. Draw proper plans. Let God be first in your life. Amen. Amen. Let everything God be first in your life. Some of us, our attitude is why we are not seeing wealth. Because even now, 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 all the things you are giving, as little you have, God is second. God is third. God is fourth. Some of you, God is the tenth. Is that not true? So let's make adjustments. Let's make changes. Let's direct our hearts towards the things of God. And all the other things will be added. Amen. So we are taking our offerings. 
you are out of here amen i bless you all in the name of jesus lift up your hands and the lord give you the fatness of the earth and the dew of heaven may you have plenty of corn and silver in the name of the lord jesus in your going out and your coming in may your smell be the smell of the field which the lord has blessed in the name of jesus wherever you enter wherever you go whatever ideas you have whatever dreams you have may they all come to fulfillment in the name of jesus may nations bow to you and bow to your children may your enemies bow to you may blessing rest on those who bless you in the name of the lord jesus amen shall we all share the grace together even as we put we give our offerings the love of god the fellowship of the holy spirit that's now and forevermore amen glory so thank you all for coming we love you so much and catch you again stadium let me pray for you catch you again on sunday glory is God not awesome? Tonight when I was praying, I saw myself praying for her. A particular thing. Amen.